Hi, Chris. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the 10-Minute Design Chat. It's so nice to talk to you again. Let's talk today about toxic productivity. Life is a patchwork of responsibility and productivity, wouldn't you agree, Chris? Ain't that the truth. It's busy. Busy. What is all that life doing up in my grill, making things I want to do harder? There's nothing worse than waking up feeling like you have to dent your endless to-do list to feel satisfied. It's never a good place. Never a good place. So what do you do when the produce you're eating, harvests you are getting, make you feel a little bit sick? Well, today we're going to dive into what toxic productivity is, how it can actually be pretty unproductive, and what you can do to cleanse those toxic waters. We are indeed. And I think given that, you know, it's been a busy few weeks and uh, (laughs) it's been tricky and stressful and I think that uh, it'd be nice today, in lieu of an alien test, to just have a little chat about things we've enjoyed doing over the past few weeks. So uh, today is less of a challenge and more of an invitation to discuss with me about what things you've enjoyed. It can be it can be a small thing. It could be buttering your toast right to the edges and getting the Ooh. perfect thickness of butter on up mm-hmm. to, you know, anything you want. So tell me what you've been enjoying and let's let's rekindle the podcast flame ready for this episode. Yeah, I I really like that. You know, it has been a busy few weeks and and elephant in the room. We ha- we have been a little tardy, but it's all for a good cause. It's all for a good cause, you know. August was one of my favorite months I've had in years. There was UK Games Expo, which was Woo! fabulous. Um, my uh, my girlfriend came down from Japan for a whole two months, which was incredible. Lots of little trips out, um, lots of making music. And yeah, it's been really nice. I think reconnecting with the fact that it's been summer and being able to walk out has been amazing. And, and mostly, and as we'll get into more today, trying to get a little bit of headspace. Uh, not just the meditation app, though that is incredible. More just getting away from the desk and enjoying enjoying the the days that roll ahead as we go into our sleepy hibernating winter (laughs) that's it the leaves are beginning to change there's a few crispy ones on the floor that metallic tang in the air you know in between all of that fun there there is a lot of there's a lot of time and there's a lot of space for um busy stressful lives chris and today i think that's what we're going to be covering so toxic productivity that sounds fun what are we talking about yeah, it, it, it doesn't sound like the most uplifting topic, but I think it's important. <laughs> so um, this is a slightly, what should we say, liquid um, term, and it means different <laughs> things to different people. But the way I interpret it, and please tell me if you interpret it a different way, is waking up in the morning and feeling like you have to get stuff done. You have to check things off a list and basing your self-worth or your enjoyment of life on getting those things done. And looking at what you've still got to achieve rather than looking back and being proud of what you have achieved and how that can adversely affect your mood. Yeah, it's a it's chasing the dragon a little bit. And and I think there's a personally, I think there's a bit of a difference between um, feeling like you have to do stuff because you've put them off and that uh, ultimately have sort of 
this could be for many reasons you know i have anxiety sometimes i neglect my responsibilities and and maybe this is toxic productivity but that feels slightly different that feels a bit more like being overwhelmed yeah. and having to chase stuff what i feel like toxic productivity is is it's when you've set yourself these uh crazy big challenges and it's almost like i will feel better when i've done this thing whatever this thing is and i and by by contrast that means by that basic sort of headspace that means that i don't feel good because i haven't done it <laughs> yeah and i think that um over the past you know year and a half two years people have been in a situation where because we've not been able to do maybe what we would usually do um mm. we've you know challenged ourselves to learn how to make 30 types of pastry we've <laughs> told ourselves we're going to go to the gym for three hours a day straight for six months and actually those mm-hmm. kind of things and feeling like you've got to do those without giving yourself a break can really take its toll on you and it kind of has a an overlap to some degree with that kind of you know what people would call being a workaholic or that hustle culture and um, but i think that in the tabletop industry and in creative pursuits you know in general people are perhaps more prone to this because they they have the kind of minds that are always creating always wanting to do something new do you think that it's uh, something that you can see being a problem in in the sort of you know the creative space rob i think creatives are burdened with this more than most um and i think that that it really depends on on your sort of outlook um definitely when you're starting out it can be i remember harkening back to when i started um it was a hobby and it was so much fun it was very much like um there's this graph which shows that you know you gain so much skill with a short amount of time and so it's really rewarding and then there's a plateau point um and i think when you're starting out you know you you're you're gonna be not necessarily you know you're not gonna be reiner knizia when you make your first board game uh, we all <laughs> wish we were but unfortunately not um but it doesn't matter you have low expectations for yourself so um even just making your first prototype even if it doesn't work it doesn't matter you've made something and it, and it has that reward but as you get deeper and deeper into the, the sort of productivity hole and and your your basically your bar for what's acceptable or your expectation starts to rise um that's when i think that that sort of chasing the dragon can come in and and you may raise you, you point out like you can fixate on it um you know i i know personally when it comes to the uh instagram element or social media that that can be a real element that can really be a really heavy part of toxic productivity it could be a great boost mm. absolute boost yeah um but taken too far you know you can focus on uh use statistics like um you know what what about you have you ever like had these situations so far in your illustrious career um that you've ultimately felt like i'm doing this because i have to not because i want to i think initially and until recently especially with instagram that's how i felt and i think it's designed to make you feel like that and i think that's what you've got to remember is we you know these things are designed to make you always feel like you've got to do more got to get more likes that's how the machine works but I think mm-hmm. that I got to a point where for a few weeks I just didn't do anything on there and I didn't really see much of a difference and I realised <laughs> that it doesn't matter and that people yeah. who care about what I post won't mind if it's every few weeks or every few days. Um, and now I just do it when I feel like, oh, this is a really interesting thing I want to share rather than doing it and thinking, you know, oh, it's 7am on Monday morning and I must post my algorithm maximizing post and I think that's what's changed for me but I can definitely see that being myself I started to go down that rabbit hole 
Yeah, like the game is fixed to make you do that in a sense. And um, when you put that pressure on yourself, like that wanting and having is is a huge, huge element. And actually, the funny thing about it is that you you can basically feel like you're being productive. That's actually the objective of... It's kind of scratching an itch. Um, but, like, do you think it actually makes you productive? Like, is me making loads and loads of stuff with a bit of a disgruntled look on my face more productive than me just, you know, coming and going when I feel like I'm ready to do so? Arguably not, I think, because you can make a lot of poor quality things and feel like you're getting <laughs> somewhere. And actually you might be better just spending less time but more focused time on something and then in between spending some time on yourself so you know put that prototype down go and get out there have a walk have a bath whatever it is that works for you read a book and you might find that actually during those intervening periods you get more inspiration and you actually you know your brain while it's ticking over in the background comes up with that solution to the problem you had in your mechanics in your game and you don't always have to be actively thinking about those things and i think having faith that your brain will do that while you enjoy yourself and relax is important yeah it's definitely uh chris uses lovely term called a brain breather and i think that those are actually some of the most productive uses of your time because when you are um, frustratedly banging your head against a brick wall um, and and frankly not necessarily feeling too good about it, you know this is the point. We call it toxic productivity for a reason. It's because it doesn't feel like it's it's doesn't feel like it's achieving a huge amount. Um, actually, there's something to be said about working on stuff and then just having a step away. And then ultimately, that's how Tinderblocks was made. It was me just with my mind idling um, when I had a bit of a break. And and ultimately, it's in those spaces that all of that hard work that you put in can give it a bit of a bit of fresh air waft off the dust and let it slowly start to form a picture in your mind and i think another huge thing as well is finding the fun the reason we do this the reason we make board games is to is to bring joy to people and to have fun and to tax our brain and to and to feel like we've sort of created new things that have never been discovered before and and improve things that have been you know reinvent the wheel and make them even better um reminding yourself why you do this the fact that you do this to have fun and and in fact um even maybe setting yourself a challenge of saying i i whenever i'm in a bit of a slump with game design i take the audience out of my mind i take the players out of my mind i take my community out of my mind i take the social media people out of my head and i say i'm gonna make a game for rob sparks this is a rob sparks game it can be whatever i want it can suck absolutely suck if i wanted to but it doesn't matter this is for me and as soon as i start doing that and i lift a lot of the pressure i think you'll find that you can get incredibly productive and, and who knows what might come out of that essentially the takeaway is if you have fun doing it that will filter through into your game and other people will likely have fun with it but just be kind to yourself be nice be nice to yourself <laughs> yeah exactly so i think rob that brings us nicely to a close um but before we finish the episode properly is there anything you'd like to discuss you know we've been away for a little while and i think um toxic productivity us would have been stressing about that um but in fact it's been really nice to say hey life has gotten in the way we've had other responsibilities for some of these times and now we're going to come back and enjoy these podcasts again so in that time chris i want to know how have you been spending your time what have you been enjoying the past few weeks so i've been enjoying my garden which yeah i neglected for a few weeks we got some weeds growing we got some we got some aphids 
on the runner beans. But hey, <laughs> I've got some lovely beetroot. We've been doing some cooking with that. Really enjoyed that. I've been getting into listening to music a bit more again, playing some bass, and just those kind of things that take me away from the must-design space, but then give me that sort of fresh pair of eyes when I come back to it. And, you know, just proof in the pudding, in that simple, lovely description of your garden, I've already thought of three board games. There you go. Give your brain some space, and and, uh, and, and the ideas will flow. I look forward to playing Aphids on the Runner Beans at a future project feel. <laughs> Aphids on the Run! <laughs> Well, Rob, I'm going to say to you, thank you, look after yourself, and I'll see you at boardgamebud.com. And I'm going to say it's been lovely chatting with you, Chris. I will see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thank you very much. This has been a 10-minute design challenge on toxic productivity. Thank you very much for tuning back in. And just figure out how much of that to-do list you actually have to do. <laughs>